Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Let's go, New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Flobo Boys here in the mayor's office, as always, thanking you for making this show part of your podcasting diet. I understand and I know there are just infinite number of options, but you rock with us every Thursday and more on New Amsterdam Radio. Tell a friend about the show. It's available on Google, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on Spreaker, on Overcast, on Spotify, all of them things. iHeartRadio as well. Get the word out. Tell the people about the show because we are hitting our stride. We're having some guests here that are just way fun and way interesting, like my guest today. Before I get to my chat with Bootsy Greenwood, just want to say, if you haven't already, make sure you follow the show on social media at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at New underscore Amsterdam on Twitter. Um, someone who's making it happen, though, in all kinds of digital space and face-to-face is Bootsy Greenwood. I was met, met him uh, through a mutual friend, and it was a Cool chat. And it was a cool chat that even diverged even more cooler stuff because this guy has so many different layers, whether you're talking about the comedy side or the coaching side. It was definitely a treat. And you guys are in for a treat as well. So let me know what you guys think. If you haven't already, take a write this down. The email address is info at newamsnam.com. That's the email you want to have at the ready with all your questions, comments, and concerns. And so now, without any further ado, my chat with Boozy Greenwood. Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creators. It is I, the mayor, Flubble Boys, in the mayor's office, hanging with someone that has so many slashes. We're talking about comedian. We're talking about filmmaking. We're talking about getting coached. Hashtag get coached. Please <laughs> welcome to the mayor, Bootsy Greenwood, a.k.a. Owen Hunt. How are you doing, sir? I am doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm honored to be here. This is so fun already. We, we were talking about this before we went live about, about that you are the most bootsiest. <laughs> like, well, how'd you the name Bootsy Bootsy Greenwood? Where'd that come from? Yeah, so that that was kind of out of necessity. You know, my name is Owen. Owen Hunt is my name, and any fans of Grey's Anatomy are going to immediately recognize the name as the asshole on the show, uh, which is great. And uh, so I decided that I would go online as my stripper name, which is Bootsy Greenwood. And the way you derive that, if anybody wants to play at home, is it's the first pet you ever had plus Mm -hmm. the street you grew up on. And that's how you calculate it. That doesn't work for one. I don't have a pet, and two, I grew up on East Forty First Street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Of, I'm like an algorithm, <laughs> a, a robot. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, some people are just born with their stripper name, and that must yeah. be what happened with you. You know, when did you get started in a comedy game, and why, why did you make the jump? <laughs> Yeah, I was a musician for years, and uh, I remember Doug Stanhope's one of his specials, or maybe one of his interviews, like, I don't know, probably 15 years ago, where he was talking about the overlap between musicians and comics, and how a lot of people start out as comics and become uh, musicians, and vice versa, and that he was a musician that, you know, and I think Mitch Hedberg, too, you know, and like a bunch of other comedians as well, and I always thought that was so funny. Um, 
I love music. I was a musician for years. And I love the energy and the collaborative nature of creative, yeah. uh, you know, in a group. And then I took improv as well. So I, I, I did, I started improv in, uh, probably say like 2008. Uh, yeah. and then I started doing stand up uh, in 2018, uh, oddly enough. So I've, I'm still pretty new to that game. Um, sure. But I've had some really awesome opportunities. I'm super fortunate to. Uh, uh, and you're based out of the Midwest? I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, okay. Or nearby. Yeah. yeah. That's a good entertainment town. I mean, uh, hot Atlanta, as they call it. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And we've been booking shows outside of, of the city as well, too. And that's been going really well and been super fun. So things are just in this weird time that we find ourselves in it's it's the time to be really creative it's the time yeah. to do your own show you know and take that leap i think so you're doing stand-up you talked about improv in fact uh it's, it's really on the audio version uh both owen and i are enjoying crisp cool lacroix and you're not even paying <laughs> us to say this uh, <laughs> got the lemony as a lime is like a simpatico uh but my question was there's many ways to express yourself in comedy stand-up and, and an improv which we've done sketch comedy is also on your Instagram reels mm. slash TikTok. I don't know if they call them now. The, the, the little the short movie thing. Uh, <laughs> yes. What's been your potpourri? What's been your mix of expressing yourself comically? I would say that it has to do with spirituality because when I really started to um, dig in to my own self, I kind of, that's where I compartmentalize. I was like, well, this is funny and it's about what's wrong with the world. And this is spirituality and it's about love and unity. Mm. But I want to smash those two things together. Uh, and that's kind of what has kind of started to happen. The self-help thing. I like to make fun of not myself in like a self-deprecating way, but the way that I view the world. And uh, I think it's a really good practice for anybody to be able to do that because it can help you to kind of get a little more perspective and be a little bit more objective about how you do view the world. So we did a couple sketches. One was about a sleep paralysis, which that I fell in love with. Um, and you know, it's very obscure that I, I was like, this, this sketch is too niche, but, um, it actually did pretty well. And, uh, it was super fun, uh, for, for anybody who kind of got it. Uh, but that was a really a, a fun, a fun thing. We did a breath work sketch where I die and, um, uh, I won't ruin the end. <laughs> <Don't lie. laughs> I was doing sketches with a couple of friends of mine and it was like every sketch into the same way. Somebody died. You know, right. it's like, we gotta, we gotta do better than this. Right, right. Black not bad. We were You said a bit, a bit about the uh, the the life coaching thing too, and 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 it's funny because it all relates. Not to make this show about me because that's kind of weird, but one of my uh, singles is called Ten Thousand Life Coaches. Because in Los Angeles, there are ten thousand certified. Not some of the black market life coaches who are hanging out. <laughs> <in our people. laughs> there's ten thousand life coaches who are just around to help other people. And I guess what was your experience jumping into that? Because I feel like comedians have a little bit of built-in cynicism, but to be a life coach, you kind of like to have to not have that cynicism. What's been your mix? I love it, dude. Yeah, what I love so much about comics is their cynicism, right? That cynical nature. And I consider myself to be a blue-collar mystic. So mm -hmm. I'm all about what is practical, what is helpful, what is useful, and what I can, you know, tangible and, and results as well. So I started out in the sort of coaching realm, uh, teaching specifically reality transurfing, which is this book that is a Russian uh, book written by a quantum physicist named Vadim Zeeland. It's a very mm -hmm. curious book. Um, he is a quantum physicist, so he takes a lot of these sort of spiritual ideas and he makes them as scientific 
as I've ever seen them presented. So that was kind of my introduction to all of that. And then I wanted to, I wanted to kind of make light of coaching in general because of that cynicism. And so, um, it is hilarious on the surface to think, to, you know, to, to, to kind of approach this idea. But if we dig deep enough, it's true that every single person, we all need help. Like I get coached, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I kind of went with the hashtag get coached. Cause to me, it's like, get coached. You know, it's like absurd, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's, it's poking fun at coaching itself. And again, back to making fun of my own beliefs, you know, being able to, and I, obviously I don't want to dismiss myself and my value uh, and, and, and abilities because I have some weird skills like by, for instance, uh, learning to do prank casting. Like I've got a diverse yeah. range of skills because I learned how to do that or improvisation or just knowing about certain apps on the internet or services that are kind of obscure that other people might not know. So I don't want to, you know, diminish my value, but at the same time, I want people to feel comfortable uh, enough to be themselves and to be honest and not right. to like, because I think a lot of that life coaching stuff is this like, sometimes uh, people can kind of create this bubble that's very, it's fake it till you fake it kind of thing. Right, right. And, and you just believe this idea that's not true yet just because, and it's like, I don't really go along with that. I want to see practical results. I want to see uh, people succeed. It's actually the coolest job ever. I liked it way more than I thought. I started yeah. doing it on my own just this past year. And I've had, I've had so many incredible experiences myself. And I've had a lot of clients that really learned a lot more about who they were. And that's really what all spirituality comes down to is Timot Noske. And mm -hmm. so I try to focus on purpose. To me, like every single human being is here for a reason. We all have a fingerprint. We all are like a snowflake or a raindrop. You know, every, we are all so unique. And so I really want to try and help people find the thing about themselves that really makes them who they are, what their purpose and identity kind of come from at a deep level. And then at that point, if we can take that and sort of apply it to their life, then I think they get a lot more fulfillment out of their life. So that's kind of my approach. <laughs> so so I, I got to ask though, there's a lot of uh, tribes of one happening right there. You know, everyone feels their life is on hard mode and, and it's great to someone make their first step to, to contact the coach, to hashtag get coached. Uh, <laughs> but that must be kind of frustrating. And someone's like, Hey, look, oh, that's great. But my life is different. And therefore you would understand. I mean, you deal with that pushback when you have clients on boarding. Well, um, I usually wouldn't, uh, I haven't encountered that particular problem uh, personally, okay. um, but I do. I do think that everyone has a has to have a different approach. So I don't do the thing where I'm like, "Oh, come on into my program. It's awesome. Look at all these testimonials. Here's some Google Docs." You know, cool. I actually hold people's hands and and literally go through things with them because everybody's different. We all have different learning styles. We all have different skills, traits, characteristics. And that's a big part of it, you know, is just learning about who you are. Um, the Enneagram is a tool that I use. I actually had uh, Vanessa Fernandez of the Enneagram Workshop come and teach us the Enneagram. And so, um, you know, the Enneagram is a, is a tool that's similar to uh, personality typing. So, um, so like, um, you know, like I'm an INFP, you know, uh, oh, yeah. those types of I'm INTJ. INTJ awesome. things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So understanding a little bit about that is really cool. What sets the Enneagram apart from, uh, from like, let's say most other models is it really focuses on the, des the desire, the motivation of the person. 
So it's it's cool to like read a thing about you and it's like I've got all these different characteristics. Oh, da 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 da. But I think those characteristics are for you to to really uh, transcend to you for you to challenge and grow. You shouldn't yeah. allow yourself to live in that box. But understanding the motivation of yourself and other people, it can make a huge difference in perceiving yourself as well as other people, putting yourself in other people's shoes. And it is a great writing device. If you understand if your character is a, let's say an eight on the Enneagram, you know they're a challenger and that's their type of personality and they're connected to two different numbers. One being uh, them kind of going toward their, um, you know, hero's journey, finishing that. And then the other yeah. being sort of the thing that, that, that would be a, against them. So you could find out who the antagonist would be, what, what personality type would be the antagonist to that, uh, that one just off the wheel. It's almost like cheating. It's yeah. It, and just carried on dates. Excuse me. You're Nate. I can't, I can't. <laughs> <with you. laughs> this date's over. Check please. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk motivation for a second, <laughs> because there is the motivation to learn and, and to be in, in, in this kind of world, any kind of pursuit, this one. But then there's also the motivation of internalizing and sharing it or versus and sharing it for other people. But then you went the step further and made that a business path, being able, you want to be able to share it with your own client list. And so what had been the spark going through that? To go and learn about it, to say, is this worth sharing? And to go to say, I need to make this a full-time pursuit. Yeah, the first motivation was, oh my God, the world's shut down. What am oh, I yeah. gonna do? You know, same more and more, fam. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so that was definitely a contributing factor. But I had had some experience coaching before, and one day it just hit me. I was like, because I was doing the reality transferring thing, I was like, well, why don't I try coaching again? And so, you know, I put something together this time that was completely. I had a friend of mine who I was sending her like sort of videos and outlines, and we were collaborating back and forth. But this was like a process that over the past eight years, I'm like, let me just take everything that I've learned in the past eight years and smash it down as you know small as possible and put it into these modules and, and, and organize it in a way that I think can be really, you know, if I were to learn all the stuff that I learned over the past eight years in eight weeks, let's say, how would I organize this information? And so it was really fun and confirming to, yeah. to be able to do that and get it all out and dump it all out. So part of that motivation too is to fill up on other information again. I don't know uh, quite exactly where I'm going to go next. Uh, I've been learning about astrology and some other sort of things that are a little bit more woo, but, um, you know, uh, getting every single bit of this information that I had sort of sucked into myself over the past eight years out uh, yeah. was a really uh motivating and, and and really freeing uh feeling too it felt good and then when you told your network friends family this is what i'm doing now was you're like oh yeah we definitely see that it was kind of like a huh explain it to me what was their reaction yeah uh i i've always been my, my parents and people around me have always been very supportive um, I guess my dad learned at a very young age that he wasn't going to be able to make me do anything. So <laughs> what's he going to do, you know? Um, but yeah, it made sense. It was something that uh, I'm a type two on the Enneagram. If that means anybody to anybody, anything to anybody listening. So it's the helper personality. And so that particular personality and, you know, uh, a lot of the skills that I've developed just randomly over strange, peculiar jobs and different 
you know, uh, forays into uh, trying to figure out what I'm here to do, you know, basically, um, it made sense. And I think a lot of people were like, yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. You know, it's like, I've started a bunch of my own uh, businesses over time. I've failed a lot um, and learned a lot. Uh, and I've seen other people fail and, and learn from their mistakes as well as their successes. So, you know, in incorporating that and really wanting to bring uh, cr creative ways for people to make uh, side income, et cetera. It's, that's really another part of the, 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 the gig that I actually really, really enjoy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about successes. Uh, the Bootsy Greencast live now, wherever you stream your podcast. I know there are millions of podcast options out there, but what makes this one so special to you? So I started out as the reality transurfing podcast. That's kind of how that podcast started. And then um, when I started doing my own thing, uh, I just had to rename it. And I'm wondering now, I'm like, did I, should I have renamed it something else? Am I a little too neurotic naming it after? <laughs> but it's my fakes persona. So maybe it's not that. But I'm thinking about maybe um, doing, uh, doing a little bit of something or maybe adding something with a couple of friends as far as like a collaborative show that may just be in addition to it and, and name it something that, that makes uh, more sense topically, like a, like blue, like blue collar mystics or something like that. And then yeah. have a little bit of a round table, but I, I think I'll still also continue to interview people. I'm just interviewing people on a one-on-one. -on -one. We talk about spirituality. We talk a little bit about comedy. We talk about, um, you know, self-development and stuff like that, mostly on my podcast, but I explored, I've explored a lot of different things. I had a, Michael Horn on there, who's like a UFOologist. He's very well known. Um, you know, I had Jessa Reed, who's a very funny comedian and also like pretty into some pretty out there stuff. Um, and uh, and several several different people. So I mostly just interview folks. Uh, we talk about anything that could be potentially helpful to the yeah. folks and you know at home that they could apply for themselves. Is does everyone have the potential of being spiritual, or is that something you have to attain? I think everything is spiritual, even getting blackout drunk. <laughs> you hear that, mom? <laughs> <laughs> it's not spiritual like we like to think about it. Like it's all dolled up. I think there's sort of this fake aura around a lot of spirituality that, I, 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 yeah, I want to be done with that. I don't like the guru thing. I don't like the sort of uh, toxic positivity um, that kind of goes around this, this fake it till you fake it kind of thing. Um, I think that can all go because really I think spirituality should be about honesty and really I would say um, vulnerability, just being yeah. vulnerable with whatever you perceive the force of the universe to be or whatever, however you practice, you know, your connection to, to life, you know, it all has to reduce to one at some point. Um, so uh, I don't really know how that happens physically, but mathematically, uh, there's a lot to it. And we also have infinity, which is pretty mind blowing. You think about infinity is a real thing. So that, that is applicable as well. And I love this. This is kind of from that transurfing book and that instead of trying to access or become someone that you aren't, there's infinite versions of yourself. So if you learn how to choose and learn how to, uh, project a little bit, then you could potentially, you know, kind of shove yourself into uh, really quickly, like another version of yourself. If that kind of sounds weird, but it's an interesting shift as far as the mentality goes, instead of being like, oh, I got to work and create all the stuff. It's like, well, if, if your goal already exists in one of the infinite 
sort of timelines, then it at least already exists. So you can relax a little bit. You don't have to so much create it, but you can kind of choose it, if that makes sense. That sounds like a comic book, like Doctor Strange, you know? <laughs> 14 million possibilities. <laughs> All of them getting blackout drunk, conspiracy. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah heard it here first. Cross and figures, man. Hopefully we're getting out of the pandemic. There's no relapse of that. But if you got a whole new lease on life, creatively, and, and as an individual, what do you want to accomplish the next year or two? Yeah, I, I want to continue to bring these two ideas, you know, the, the mix together of, you know, spirituality, self-help and comedy. Um, so I want to continue to bring those together, um, try to work with as many people as I can and bring them into a community. I feel like that's really important right now. And I think that was a big sort of motivation um, other than just getting my own information out selfishly is I really wanted to build a community. So um, so I have, you know, a Facebook group and a Discord server and things like that where I have a lot of really talented and interesting people who view life in many different ways and, um, and we collaborate that way. Um, so I think that's a really uh, strong motivator and something that's really important as we move into the future, just having people that speak your language, you know, people that uh, you can talk to and, uh, and just kind of let your guard down with. Um, so I want to continue to, to grow those things. I'd like to, you know, maybe even uh, work with other people as, and, and see them grow in a, in a sense of kind of how I have. Uh, if they have offerings that they want to bring into market, like a course or uh, something like that, then I could help them, you know, with that whole process and yeah. maybe kind of go sort of uh, in, into that realm where it's not just, you know, me promoting one thing, but there's a, a lot of people that I'm working with. I love people. I love being around people, uh, working with people. In the flesh. Yeah, yeah. In the flesh is great. I mean, dude, I'm having a blast right now. Yeah, so yeah. digitally is cool. <laughs> oh, I didn't ask to be offended. I'm like, oh, I'll see what it is. I'll just be like, a... <laughs> in general, yeah. No, dude. I mean, no, I, I really am. It's a, it's a great flow. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's great too. I, I know that there's always a, a wanting for more and to, to expand the message and expand the meaning. But I, I always ask that question because there's like a good, there's like two camps. One being like, man, I don't know if this is coming back. I'm going to fortify my fortress to make sure I can survive inside. And there's some that go, hey, look, we have it. We learn from it. Let's take what we learned and go back and get smarter about going outside, interacting with people. So it's always great to see that dynamic, especially when it comes to spirituality, energies. You know, usually that gets filled up when someone's in the room with you. So it's pretty rad. Mm -hmm. it, 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 yeah, it is. It's really cool. There's a lot of different. Um, we and obviously we've learned it's 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 it's, it's certainly more um, effective to be in the same room, you know, with with, with somebody. But there's been a, a lot of uh, amazing work being done remotely, you know, and so that's pretty cool as well. So yeah. Well, Owen, thank you so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam Radio. But here's the fun stuff. If someone's listening right now, they're inspired. They want to stalk you all over the internet. How they go about doing that? <laughs> they could just type Bootsy Greenwood into any internet search, and I should come right up. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, a bunch of other stuff. My friends at Content Safe distribute my content, even on Gab TV, which is where all the haters apparently are. Um, there's all <laughs> kinds of different weird uh, crevices of the internet and I am trying to proliferate myself uh, into each and every part. So uh, Bootsy Greenwood is my sort of handle username online um, and they can get at me, send me a message. You can go to my uh, uh, Facebook page or Instagram page or my uh, website, which is just bootsygreenwood.com. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.